Welcome to Ensemble, where the sum of the whole is greater than its parts. This week's bite-sized podcast is going to summarize the most important stories in the financial and crypto world for you. My name is Dean, with me is Tim, and today we are your Ensemble. Well, Dino, after Google's I.O. day last week, this week it was Apple's turn to unveil some of their big announcements. And it wasn't as big a focus on AI as Google had. But this week for Apple, the focus was all about the glasses. So Apple's, in essence, got two big announcements. One is an announcement, one is a rumor that has come to light. The first is Apple intends on releasing their own headset, which will take on Meta's Oculus. And we are yet to see what type of features they may integrate. But what will definitely be fundamental from that is the integration into the Apple ecosystem. And the second rumor that we have seen on the internet is Apple's purported glasses. So what's going to happen is users will be able to get their subscription into their glasses and it will become a digital screen, in essence, similar to an Apple Watch. And users will have various data points available at their eyes. So as we know, Apple is the biggest tech company, one of the biggest companies in the world. And everyone thought the metaverse was dead. And really what the metaverse is, is just this transition to us moving more of the world into the digital space. And Apple's announcements today have really confirmed that, you know what, the metaverse isn't it. Roblox, Fortnite, all of these major gaming and, and metaverse digital world companies are still have huge numbers. And now that we have the biggest tech company in the world moving further into this space, maybe there is some hope yet for the metaverse. It may be slightly different to Zuckerberg's intention of how he pictured the metaverse. And as we've previously said on Samblers, a year ago, every one of Meta's call had a focus on the metaverse, whereas now there's a big focus on AI and, and publishing different adverts. But hopefully Apple will bring this back to light in a very different way than we've seen before. And just like everyone has moved from Metaverse or Web3 to become the experts in AI, so has the biggest character in the AI space being Sam Altman, who we all know from the company OpenAI. He's got some big news about his Web3 company, WorldCoin. So WorldCoin is a company that's been in, in progress for actually a quite a long time, but it's been on the down low because no one really knew who Sam was until OpenAI's success. So WorldCoin aims to, in essence, scan people's eyes and give them a form of identity to verify themselves on a specific blockchain. And they're using the blockchain because of its immutability, so nothing can be changed, and also because it's fully open source and decentralized, so no government, bank, or central party can remove a user's identity from the company WorldCoin. So the real aim for what they're trying to do is to increase financial inclusion in the whole world. It's definitely been met with some controversy because the intention is to focus on your identity and the financial aspect, but they want to offer different people a basic grant or income to the people on the network. Now, obviously this goes into a whole lot of debates that various governments face from the US to African governments on whether that basic income grant is necessary, but as part of OpenAI's mission, this is something that uh, sorry, as part of WorldCoin's mission, this is something that they are pushing. And it is very dystopian. They're going to scan your iris in order to verify your identity. So it is a little bit strange and it's obviously a huge VC-backed company who's raising the 100 mil for WorldCoin. Wouldn't be a surprise if we see that $100 million becoming way larger because of an oversubscription due to what Sam has done on the open AI space. 
So OpenAI itself was in the news a lot this week. It was a busy week for Sam. They had the Senate hearings for AI regulation. How is the US going to regulate, if at all, AI? So interestingly, Sam said something in the hearings that was not expected from a CEO of this nature. So Sam's key points was that AI can do both harm and good to society. But particularly, he focused on the fact that you should only be regulating companies that are large or have specific financial backing at a certain point. So Sam's focus was not to regulate smaller companies who are trying to make it in the space, but rather the bigger, corp the bigger corporations really have a footprint and can have an impact in the AI space. He told them everything they wanted to hear, but what will be interesting if they do go for full regulation is now that he's the first mover and has the biggest network effect through OpenAI, if regulation does come in now, he's building what we call a moat around the business, that it's going to stifle innovation for smaller companies. Dino, I know he mentioned what you said, that he wants small companies to continue to innovate, but if regulation is there, it's going to cost too much for these small companies to innovate. They're not going to be able to catch up to OpenAI, and he's going to have this moat around him and have huge success as the first mover with the network effect. On regulations, this week we saw the SEC respond to Coinbase's, in essence, sweet suit that it has filed against the SEC. So the SEC turned around and said that they are under no obligation to respond in accordance with Coinbase's timeframes. And this has caused Coinbase to come out into the market and say, this is our exact point. The SEC only wants to respond when they feel it's appropriate. And because of them not responding to our requests, every single crypto business in the US is left in limbo. And part of what Coinbase are doing is looking at potentially opening up shop in Abu Dhabi, as we mentioned last week. And there's been some bigger regulation news this week in Europe with MICA, which is the markets in cryptocurrency assets, basically the SEC of Europe, who have come out and signed officially into law the 525-page document that's been signed by 29 countries that is going to provide a framework for how all companies need to play in the crypto playground starting from early 2024. Mica definitely aims to have the same regulation ac across the European Union. And if they can get this right, provided it's not too expensive for different crypto businesses, we may actually see a move from the different crypto companies in the likes of the US moving across to Europe, where they have a centralized base and regulations that are effective and across the border. That is the one criticism at the moment, Dean, that it is a little bit expensive at the moment. They aren't the simplest and easiest rules for blockchain companies to follow. There's a lot of difficulties here. That said, the fact that we have rules and regulations in place, we have the framework, we know what to play within, is going to be a huge benefit. And we're going to see in about 10 days on June 1st, Hong Kong are officially launching their cryptocurrency framework. So it'll be inter interesting to see how banks and institutional traders and investors approach this now that it's all legal in Hong Kong. Tim, going forward, we saw Ledger this week embroiled in a massive, massive, massive saga on Twitter with lots of comments going on about their Ledger device. Dive into this for us. So Ledger, which is the most common and trusted hardware crypto wallet that you hold your keys to your coins. And I know this is a lot of funky words for those not in crypto, but you hold keys for your coins and your private seed phrases. So what is held in there is considered safe. They released a firmware update this week that included a new product launch called Ledger Recovery. And as part of this Ledger Recovery, to try and assist the end user in case they forget their 24 word seed phrase, they would have ways to write firmware to give you the ability 
to pull those three different sharded, these funky different words, technical words, but essentially they'll find ways to backdoor pull your seed phrase in a what they say is a secure way. But how it was taken in crypto Twitter was that, oh my God, Ledger now has access to our seed phrases. We are now not safe. We are not secure. And crypto Twitter is basically trying to save Ledger. But really, Dean, all it was was a big PR scam and a bit, sorry, a big PR mess up and a big communications mess up. You still need to be clicking and accepting all of these different recovery and seed options if you do want to partake. On a more positive note, though, Axie Infinity released its popular NFT gaming on the Apple Store this past week. As a result of this, the native cryptocurrency AXS jumped over 12% from $7.16 to $8.04 straight after the news, and it became one of the top gainers on the Coindesk indices. Now, a lot still needs to be worked out here with the economics of it all, how it links in with your uh, with your wallets, uh, Apple taking 30% fees. What? How exactly is this going to work end-to-end? However, this is a huge step towards mass adoption. We've said for years that not only is GameFi the biggest uh, the biggest in terms of adoption in crypto, but if we don't get to a point where we have mobile access and mobile ability for all our games, we're just dead meat. There's no point of even playing this game. So a huge step forward for Axie Infinity. And definitely a huge step for NFTs in this space because finally the real use case scenarios are coming into play. So Ensemblers, we also saw the market pretty flat this week with Bitcoin up 0.7% to $27,000 and Ethereum up 0.4% to $1,800. We had some real positive news in the TradFi space with the S&P 500 up 1.65%, the Nasdaq up over 3% and the Dow up 0.38%. However, there is some negative news in the markets. We are less than 10 days away from America defaulting on its $32 trillion debt. If the Republicans and Democrats don't agree on what will happen, the White House say that stocks could crash as much as 45%. So let's hope that we have an agreement and they raise the debt ceiling and we keep kicking the can down the road. We'll pay that debt later. Otherwise, we could see a bit of a recession and some hard times in the coming weeks. Ensemblers, that's all for today. Keep stacking, hodling, building, and maximizing our ROI. And remember, you're not alone. You're part of our ensemble, trying to get a bit financially smarter every day.